What up, what up, what up, people? We back in the building, D&D Project Podcast. We at it again. It's your boy Dan in the building. Nels in the building. Nels, what's good, my brother? I'm good, I'm good. I can't complain, man. It's, I mean, you probably live, you guys, everybody's probably listening to this on a different day, but it is Friday, and if you just, are you listening to this over the weekend, or if you listen to this during the week, I hope you have a great weekend. And if you're listening to this during the week, uh, you know, do we get through the week, and then next next week will be another weekend off. But I hope everybody's having a good one. Yeah, man. Hopefully everybody's going to be enjoying themselves this week again. Like I said, it's Friday. Um, <clears throat> so you probably listen, probably, probably listen to it this weekend. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe they'll start their work week off with it. Um, teachers will be out next week in Georgia. So next week is spring break in Georgia. So if you're a teacher, educator, anything like that, you got plenty of time. To sit back and listen to our shows, listen to the show, have a drink and just chill out and relax. So we got a lot to cover, man. We got a lot to jump into. It's been some madness going on. So we're gonna hop right into it. Let's uh let's get the major topic out the way. What everybody's been talking about, what everybody's gonna keep talking about. Let's talk about uh Will Smith and Chris Rock. What you got on it, my folks? I know you got a whole lot. You being a comedian, you being um a regular just individual that be having a lot to say about a lot of different stuff. And in fact, as you know, you are in a relationship, so you understand the the ideas and the thought process behind protecting your spouse, protecting your loved one, protecting your lady. So um, I'll let you jump in, then I'll jump in, and I'll say what I got to say about it. But let me know how you feel, son. Yeah. Uh, I mean, depending on when you've heard our show, you know how I feel, uh, and even if you don't, I'll explain it. I, I look at Will Smith, at, and I and anybody that knows me, I know I look at Will Smith as a fucking icon. That's how I, my myself, a grown-ass man, I've been idolizing this guy for, I don't know, as long as I can remember. Um, and that whole moment was uh, kind of, it was devastating to me because as much as I look up to Will Smith as a, as a, a amazing human being, you know, uh, but I'm also, if you listen to the show, I'm also a comedian. Um, and even in, I don't, uh, my thoughts about the whole thing is this. No, Chris Rock is paid to do a job, right? His job is to entertain. No one not me, not not you, Dan. Not not a single soul knows his uh, what he knew or what he didn't know about uh, Jada Pickett's um, as far as her condition. I, to be honest with you, I don't know if you knew, but I didn't know when it when I, I had to find out to say I found out her condition that day. Yep. What I don't like is what people start saying. Well, he knew. Well, why? Just because the majority of people, not even the majority, just because people feel like everybody, just because you live online doesn't mean everybody lives online. I don't live online. No, I I know nothing about it, son. I knew absolutely nothing. I thought she just cut her hair because she was on some board shit. Like, I'm just going to cut my hair. But, But the crazy thing about that whole thing is when hasn't Jada had a low haircut? Facts. She's always had some like shortcut or something along those lines. That's a, that's a that's a good point. I even think about that that part of it. You you have to go. You have to literally do some like if you're not a Jada Pickett stand, 
you have to literally be like, you know what? I need to go on Google and fucking look at some images because from all the images that I see Jada Pickett, if somebody said, describe this lady, Jada Pickett, I'd be like, you know, thin, short, uh, uh, short hair. You don't, if somebody said, describe Jada Pickett, if somebody never saw her before, the first thing you wouldn't say is long, wavy hair down her back all the way to her ass. You wouldn't say that. You would say she has pretty short hair, pretty low to the scalp, almost maybe like a Caesar. That's what you would probably say. So seeing her hair like that wasn't, it wasn't mind boggling to me. I didn't know that she suffers from something. And that, that, that is something that bothers me when people say, well, he knew. Well, no, we don't know that. He didn't say I knew and I was trying to be malicious. And I don't think Chris Rock goes out to be malicious. I don't know this motherfucker from nowhere, so I don't want people saying, oh, you don't know that he didn't know. Well, we don't know he didn't know, so we have to go with, maybe he was just doing what he does and tell jokes, I, I guess, right? So even yeah. if he was doing what he did and tell his jokes, right? If you look at the joke itself, he said G.I. Jane, I believe he just said, I can't wait to see a G.I. Jane too. That's it. That's all he said. So. <laughs> Is there anything else? I think if you... If you really want to dig into it, you'd be like, what the fuck is G.I. Jane? If you're not of age, you go, you fucking right. get your group on, because that's all you need to do. Look at the fucking picture and be like, you know what? She kind of looks like that shit. That's it. <laughs> okay? I don't think it was that tough. I don't think it was something where you're looking like, man, he, he was reaching. Even if you look at the fucking cover of G.I. Jane 1, you'd be like, oh, I mean, just G.I. Jane, there's no G.I. Jane 2. But if you look at G.I. Jane, you'd be like, yeah, all she kind of do resembles that short haircut. And G.I. Jane, if you don't know the movie, that was a bad bitch in that movie. She was just fucking, she was in it. She was in it to win it. Like, it was, and I don't think he was saying it as far as, you know, I, I think you're a bad bitch, Jada. I just think, hey, you have a short haircut. That shit's a short haircut, period. The end. Just move on to the next joke. But, so then we have Will Smith. He does the fake laugh that he does in every other one. Any kind of fake laugh, that's fine because he's Hollywood. Then he looks over his, at his wife and she's rolling her eyes and he just, he a fucking switch goes off and I forget who said it, but it was the greatest, it was one of the best analogies that I could think of. It's the same one where, uh, I forget who said it, but I'm going to take their analogy. Um, not giving them credit because I don't know who fuck said it. But anyway, it was the John Q. I know me and you mentioned John Q on another situation where it was like that's one of our favorite movies yeah. if you get a chance when we was talking about it go watch John Q because there's a part in John Q where Denzel is really at his end's wit like damn it man my son's gonna die I don't know I'm like I have zero idea how to go about this and the wife says do something with eyes with tears in her eyes and he just fucking just like Will Smith he snaps and the mother fucking takes over a fucking hospital. Now that's a movie, right? So you're like, well, that's a movie. Calm the fuck down. But we've seen this shit in real fucking life where somebody literally snaps, or fucking shit snaps, and you can see him walk up there. And if I was Chris Rock, I would think, you know what? Why would I think somebody's coming to assault me? You know? So it looks like Chris Rock actually leaned in to be like, Maybe he thought that he was going to say some shit. And again, I'm, I'm nobody to just, I'm watching it just like everybody else. He looked, leaned in, right? And then all of a sudden he gets slapped, right? I thought it was a punch at first, just like everybody else, but he gets slapped. Then Will Smith walks back like he was in a whole nother movie, smiling and 
I was like, this is really, this is a, he's a fucking bold person because you want to smack the money and just walk with your back to the person. Like you ain't just do something. That's, that's gangster. But you can do that when you're in Hollywood and you got a fucking good security and all kinds of shit. And he knew Chris Rock wasn't going to fucking jump on his back and all that shit like that. But I, but if you ask me, and this is my opinion, just like everybody has an opinion, I thought it was a bitch move. And the reason is because you can't let these emotions take over. And I understand that he said, oh, I keep getting bullied and stuff like that. And people say crazy shit on online and all that stuff like that. Cool. Well, you're a fucking entertainer. And that comes with the fucking territory. So I'm sorry that people make fun of you and your wife online when she's fucking another person and they're sleeping in your house and all that shit like that. But all that shit sucks. But when a comedian goes up there and says a joke, you sit in the front row and then you make some fucking half-ass joke and then you get all like, I got to prove myself to my wife who don't give a fuck about you, clearly. And then you snap and ruin Like The shit that bothers me the most is Will Smith has been in this industry for how long? Four decades? Yeah, uh, probably something like that. Three and a half decades, right? Why? Why would this be the moment? Why would this be the moment that you would just... And it's, and it bothered me because as black people, and I hate bringing this up, but as black people, we we have our elites. This is our, this this is one of our elites. No matter if you fuck with Will Smith or you don't fuck with Will Smith, he is a he's black elite, right? He's in that fucking category of black elite to go and be like, you know what? I'm just going to embarrass, I don't give a fuck, embarrass black people by doing some dumb shit in front of, can you imagine Robert Downey Jr. slapping Bradley Cooper? Like, <laughs> no, you, you, you couldn't even, your fucking brain couldn't even fathom it. Nah, and they, and they would be going in like RFP to Robin Williams. But when he used to do like the award show host, he used to be going all the way in, like ripping people's personal lives, stuff that nobody else knew. And nobody ever said or tried to do anything to him. You didn't see nobody fucking be like, I'm about to fuck this guy up. Nobody said that shit. You know why? You know why? Because he's a comedian, yo. The shit that bothers me is all these people say, you talk about my family, they'll come fuck you up. They're not, you, there's no way in God's green earth you go to a comedy show. There is no fucking way you go to a comedy show, ever. The other thing is, like, and, and some of the people that were saying this shit, I, I watch them and they talk about they love battle rap. Yo! Like the rappers that said, can't say some shit like that, you get fucked up. Really? Because you say people that said you like battle rap. And you know what they say in battle rap? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in battle rap. The people that were saying you can't say that shit, you get fucked up. Really? Because these are the same people that I see love say they love comedy, right? And I know Chris Rock is the comedian. And then these are the same people that say they love battle rap. And battle rap, they don't have no motherfucking filter. They say anything, any and everything. So you can't have it both ways. It's impossible. Yeah, you can't. Oh. It's fucking dis- the whole shit is disgusting. I'm fucking disappointed in Will Smith. <laughs> I think that, you know, I'll, you know, this is something that's going on in his, his household that he needs to get together. I, I'm not blaming this on Jada because Jada, you didn't see no fucking Jada to fix her lips to be like, go fuck him up. She didn't say that shit. But he got to get, he, he's having a breakdown. He needs, uh, I believe he needs to see a therapist. They need to sit down. He needs to literally sit down without nobody else. Just him and the therapist get that shit taken care of because clearly he is not right. That fucking speech was trash. It's just, that's fine. Yeah. I know I went on for forever, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, that. That's it. Um, so, 
when I first saw, first I didn't even see it. I was watching the Oscars, but y'all know I got to be to work at like four o'clock in the morning. So I, I was watching it. That was like, I'm going to bed because it's the Oscars. I see what I saw what I wanted to see. Any other highlights? I see on YouTube. I see on the um, Facebook tomorrow. Like I'm good. I'm going to bed. So I wake up and I open up my um. Don't get myself ready for work. I open up the uh, the IG and I'm seeing all this stuff randomly. Like, oh snap! Oh oh all all these memes and all. I was like, yo, what the hell happened? So go over to trust the YouTube and I see the slap. I was like, oh snap! I was like, oh man, we'll we'll up to those old tricks again. They doing some type of uh silly ass uh stunt or. Promotion, they must got something coming out. And then the more I read, the more I looked, I was like, oh, now nah, this actually happened. <laughs> like something really went down. And then immediately I felt the way it feels. I was like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like, like they ruined a moment. And we got two black actors, two big star black entertainers, and this type of foolishness happens. Like, come on, man, give me a break. So then I started seeing what, what happened. What did he say? What, what was so horrible? And everybody's like, oh, he disrespected his wife. Let me see what's so horrible. Can't wait to see in G.I. Jane 2. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, she do have that short haircut. <laughs> Good job, Chris. Way to go. And I was like, oh, that's what set him off? I was like, there's no way in the world that little ass joke set him off and sent him to a frenzy for him to walk up there and slap him. I didn't understand it. I thought it was uh, disgraceful. I thought it was distasteful. And then when everybody kept saying, um... Oh well he's protecting his wife He's protecting his wife He's protecting his wife I was like It wasn't A A disrespectful jab At his wife It was just a joke It was a regular ass joke That he said He just threw out there Just to see if it would hit And it kind of It hit with some people And then you could see the difference And let me know that Everybody didn't know Everybody didn't understand Because the majority of people laughed And then there was Then you started hearing the groans And that's when he threw his arms up Like like what? <laughs> like she got a hair She got a short haircut He didn't say like what? Like oh you know what? My bad I went too far He just threw his hands up like Like what? Why y'all groaning for? Yeah Cause he, he I, And that's why I believe He honestly didn't know Cause the way he threw yeah. his hands up Was like what? What's wrong with y'all? Why y'all tripping? Cause everybody would start going Ooh uh, like, like you went too far He was like what? So when all that went down, I do believe, and I love that. And I, I don't know. I got to find out who that comedian was because that joint was classic. <laughs> he turned, she turned, was like, do something. Because <laughs> that's exactly what to do. Kimberly did it. Uh, Kimberly and uh, John Q did. She was like, do something. Okay, what'd you do? Do something. And, and that's probably what happened because I keep trying to see there's no angle of the moment he decides to get up, what their interaction is. There probably is an angle, but we'll never see it. Because you see, he laughs. She rolls her eyes and rubs her hands together. You see her turning to him, but you don't see what that interaction was. But there was some interaction there. She said something, or she gave him a look. It was something there to make him get up out his seat, because he laughed at first. He honestly yeah. laughed like, oh, snap, that was a good one. And that Whatever that interaction is, I wish they had a camera view. If they do have a camera view, I hope they release it, because... You see her kind of shifting her body towards him, but then they switch back to the stage, and the next thing you know, he's walking up on the stage. And it was a good maybe three to four seconds, but those of us that are in relationships and long term relationships, it'll take them but a second and a half for your uh, significant other to give you a look or to mumble something under their breath where you know, I, I gotta go do something or I, I gotta get up. 
But my question is to you. Uh, do you think your your wife would say, or even give you? A, I don't give a damn what where if you're in a if you're see people keep talking about if somebody said that stuff to my wife you had a defender right? I get it if they're in the fucking street. Yes, <laughs> exactly. If, if you're in a fucking setting where jokes are being told in a comedy club at a fucking award show where a comedian is on stage and all of a sudden they make a joke. This is towards you. This is towards your wife, regardless, whoever, right? And you know, this person's a comedian, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think it would put you in a situation of trying to defend her or even in the situation it doesn't really matter. She might be annoyed by the joke, but do you feel like you would have that pressure? Nah, not at all. Cause she under she would understand the moment, and it's not to say that Jada didn't understand the moment. But as much as he was protecting her, it was her job to protect him and their brand. She was supposed to be like when he when she turned and looked at him and gave him that look. Even if he went to get up, she was supposed to put her hand on his knee, like uh, uh-uh, baby, not now. But yeah. when later or tomorrow or whenever we're gonna address this, like we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk to him but you don't allow him to get up out that seat and even if he gets up out the seat you gotta at least grab him by the coattail and be like nah baby not now come on come on, come on not now that's what's supposed to happen like we've been in settings where we've done it to each other where we've been like a restaurant we've been doing something and something happened and we gotta grab the other one and be like uh uh-uh. uh no 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 like it's not it's not worth us going to jail tonight or it's not worth you going to jail tonight just let it be and that was yeah. her, that was her position just as much as he was supposed to be protecting her supposedly protecting her and all this other stuff she was supposed to tell him not now and I was watching an interview with um Angela Bassett's husband Courtney B Vance which a lot of people don't even know the two of them are married but um Courtney B Vance was like in that in that instance she was supposed to say, yo, not now. Later on, we're going to call him or let's go ahead and go backstage. And you got to handle this. And he was like, if it was him, he said he would have waited till they got backstage or at the after party or whatever. He said he would have walked up on him and like, yo, don't you ever in your fucking life again say anything about my wife or it's going to be a problem between us. I love you. I know you love me, but this is where it stops. Don't let it happen again. And that's what should that's what should have been because one both of them are what both of them are over fifty. Like, what are we doing out here? You over fifty? You walking up on stage slapping people? Yeah. Like, come on, man! Like, you were supposed to handle that at another time, at another moment. Even if it was the same day, you were still supposed to not handle it in that way because that didn't that didn't do anything for you, and it didn't solidify you. It didn't raise you up. It did nothing for you in that moment. Now, there's some people like, oh, man, I bet nobody else going to say nothing about Jada in front of Will. Nobody is scared of Will. <laughs> Let's get that clear. Nobody is walking around like, oh, shit, Fresh Prince is out here slapping people. I can't tell jokes no more. Nobody's worried about him. Nobody's scared of him. If it was a, if it was a um, Caroline's or Atlanta Comedy Club, if it was some less regular comedy club, he walked up and slapped him. It would have been it would have been a whole situation. Yeah, but my thing is, what what is the difference? The scenery is not is nothing different. Like if he just went and slapped any comedian, obviously it would have been totally different. But 
he picked on Chris Rock. Chris Rock, because he, I assume he knew Chris Rock wouldn't respond. Yeah, but no, the, he definitely knew that. He knew Chris Rock wasn't going to do anything in that moment. The problem is, people, when people keep saying uh, all of this, or he's, uh, they wouldn't have did it to me and all that stuff. But my question, when people say that, is, but why? Why would you want to result to that when you're in a setting of fucking where jokes are being made? So you mean to tell me that you you watch all these shows where comedians are going off on fucking on other people when you're watching comedy, right? Then they're making fun of people in the front row. None of them are fucking getting up to go go fucking wild out, right? They're saying all kinds of shit to me. But you know what happens when these people watch it? They laugh. You know why? Because it's funny. Because it's in a it's in a setting of comedy. I, if Chris Rock was in the middle of the fucking street and said, look at you, bald-headed bitch, then that's something, <laughs> that's something totally different. You get what I'm saying? The setting. You cannot fucking go crazy when somebody's in a set. We're in a setting right now. And I didn't say anything crazy. You know, if I was Chris Rock, I didn't say anything crazy. We're in a setting for jokes to be made. So I don't like when people are saying all of this. He defended his woman, and, you know, if it was me, I would have fucking did the same thing. But why? Mm-hmm. But why? You're in a fucking setting for jokes to be made. A comedian is on stage making jokes. There is no reason for that. There is zero reason for 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 violent, for acting for assaulting someone for them making a joke. A joke. Everybody wants to joke until this shit now. <laughs> You're right. Everybody wants to right. joke until now. And what really until- pissed me off is when I found out that uh. That uh, that uh, Will Packer had produced the show. It was the first time a black person produced the show. So I was like, "Oh, like we just all around ruining opportunities and chances to keep thriving the way we're thriving right now." Oh, it was all kinds of shit. Questlove shit didn't even really get televised at all. Yeah, Questlove didn't get no love for his first Oscar. You know, um, um, Samuel Jackson won an Oscar. Nobody gave a fuck. You know, everything went downhill. But for why? And, and and they did, and Will Packer did a great job trying to diversify the Oscars at the time. It was such a fucking great show. But then but then when people say, oh, I always did the same, that shit popped it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe because just the comedian in me or whatever the situation. But when you're in settings, right? When you're in settings, I don't get why people don't feel like this. It, it, it's almost like this, right? If you've seen cameras, and you've seen some people just shooting, like shooting, right? It's like you've seen some people shooting, and there's cameras, and you, you it's clearly, it's a movie, right? There's a movie being filmed. But you know what will happen? Cops say, no, fuck all that. We're arresting everybody in this bitch because they all got guns and shit. Well, they're fake. Well, it doesn't really <laughs> fucking matter. There's guns. There's all kinds of violence going on. I see assault. But there's cameras right here. Nah, fuck all that. The, the setting is different. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's the setting is a as an Oscars where a comedian is on stage making jokes. There is no reason for assaulting someone. There is zero reason. None. Yeah. There, I, I couldn't even think of a reason. I, unless he said, you bullheaded bitch with the fucking uh, uh, condition, unless he said some shit like that, that's when you're taking it too far, right? But he was literally making a joke. Made a literally joke. making a joke. Yeah. I, I really, I don't get it. What I don't get and I don't like, like I said, is the the narrative change where we're now saying he didn't, he wasn't wilding out. He didn't do something stupid. Oh, he was protecting his wife. His wife needed protection 
His wife needed protection in that moment. What else he's what what else was he supposed to do? He has to stand up. Like what are we really going to frame this like she was in danger or frame this like like it was the ultimate disrespect? Like there's not more or something worse he could have said. Listen, alopecia is something that is a condition where you lose you lose hair. Right, and it's, it's a condition. It's not even a disease. It's a condition. Let's stop people. And that's another thing I don't like. People stop saying it's a disease. A disease is fucking AIDS. A condition is something totally different. It's not AIDS. It is not. If she, if he says something like, "Look at you, AIDS motherfuckers over there," he didn't say anything like that. Right? It's a condition. It's an unfortunate condition, especially if you're a female. But you know about the ironic part about this. Regardless, I don't know when Jada got alopecia, and regardless of when she got it, it probably, you know, it's never good if you're a female and you have alopecia because women really care about their hair, and I get that. I understand that. But this female, this one particular female, has been having short haircuts for as long as I remember. Supposedly, supposedly she's been going through this. Supposedly. And she just... um, she just actually kind of, I guess you want to say, came out with it recently, officially. But okay. supposedly, according to the reports, it's been since like 2018 or something like that, that, that she's really talked about it or really been going through it, which is fine. But I just don't like the way people are acting as if he was talking bad about a disease. This is no. a condition, and it's a condition where... A, a ton of women have it and they don't lose all their hair. They just have short hair. They can't grow hair like everybody else. So when they're trying to frame it as a disease and frame it the way they're trying to frame it, I just like, I don't know. It messes with me and it it makes it, it's a, it's a way of excusing his behavior instead of addressing his behavior. This behavior is fucking insulting. It's disgusting. It was disgusting. And if you are a, if you can't be a fucking person that says, I, this, this is what I don't like. You can't be a person that says, I like comedy shows. I like freedom of speech. I like all this other shit. Laugh at jokes. Been to comedy shows. Watch comedy movies. All this other shit. And then all of a sudden, try to be like, you know what? He was he was protecting this woman. For what? For what? For what? They were not in the street. They were not on the fucking, they were just not in some random, they were not in the car. You know what I'm saying? And it was all of a sudden, they just, they just said, uh, you got your, your, I'm glad you're losing your hair, bitch. He didn't say anything like that. He didn't say this. People are killing me with this shit. There is, there is places where jokes are being made. Comedy shows, award shows, you know, jokes are being made at these places. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Imagine this. this is, you know what has got to happen? Uh, you know what's got to happen? That or something like because I, I see a lot of young people talk trying to excuse the behavior, which is it, it's crazy to me. But it's just like this: you can't be a fucking a young person that loves like wilding out and something like that, right? Because that is they make fun of people all the time on wilding out, right? Yeah. So just have these, and I'm going I'm going to use like a, a young reference. It's like a DC young fly was all of a sudden, you know, why they have these things where they make fun of people in the audience, right? And they do those things where they talk about people's cousin. This is my cousin, and they 
And blah, yeah, blah, they done pulled some people's wigs off in that, in, that, in, that, in that skit. That is a fact, right? So imagine one of the times you pulled the girl's wig off and she stole on this nigga, right? She just fucking knocked him the fuck out, right? People would be looking at the lady like, yo, you came to a fucking show that you clearly know where people laugh, right? Right? Mm-hmm. But nah, you gotta, you gotta have that same, that same shit. Maybe she didn't want her wig taken off. Maybe she didn't give a fuck that she was at a goddamn comedy show, right? Because mm-hmm, she suffers from alopecia and it and it's hurting and it's harmful to her. Exactly. So it could easily it could easily flip, but then in that in that situation it'll be, oh well, she shouldn't have sat up front. Oh, she should have sat in the back. Oh, it would have been all it would have been flipped and been put on that girl. I'm so glad you said that. It would have been flipped. It would have been flipped. I'm so glad you said that because you know why. Why wouldn't she think that she, why would she stall off, right? Because she's at a fucking comedy show. That's the shit that bothers me, man. There is no fucking defending. There is no offending. That bitch don't give a fuck about no fucking Will Smith. I don't give a fuck they married. Yo, stop with this shit. Uh, yeah, defender. Yeah. For what, nigga? I, yo. That's absolutely ridiculous. Right, hold up. Before, before we go any further, before we get... They uh, attack us and try to tear us apart. I, I said that that it was a condition, but real real quick looking at it, it says that alopecia is a autoimmune disease. So we okay. apologize before okay. anybody tries to uh, quote unquote cancel us or go crazy on us. It is considered a disease, so we apologize. I still feel the same way that it's not that it's not something that should have happened, and it's not something that should have set them off that that much, but. So go ahead and apologize for anybody trying to come for us. Listen to this. So let's, I was, so, man, at the end of the day, how is he supposed to know? Like, if you don't follow her, because I didn't know, and you said you didn't know. And, and I keep watching these interviews, and people are like, I didn't even know she had shit. Because nobody really follows everybody all the time. And nobody, I don't really care about people, celebrities, lives all like that. Because I got my own life going on. I'm too busy worried about my own life to be worrying about if somebody got alopecia or something. But if he didn't know and he said that joke and he was making a reference on her appearance more than talking about her uh, her condition or disease, then why should somebody stall off on him and slap him in the face for what? For what? And then, what? Um, God, who was it? Again, another comedian had a great rev. They broke the joke down and they said... The joke really had nothing to do with her hair loss. It had more to do with her having her having a short haircut, yes. But the fact that Demi Moore, who played G.I. Jane, left her older husband to fall in love and marry a younger man, have an affair with a younger man during a time period. I was like, oh snap! I was like, he was making a, he's really he's making more of a reference about about Jada messing around with the uh, with the young singer dude than he was about her hair loss disease. And I didn't, I, even, I, I didn't even realize it when the person broke the joke down. I was like, oh snap! She did leave her husband for a younger dude. It was having some type of an affair or or whatever that she I, was having. I can't remember if Demi Moore at the time because I think the actress was Demi Moore. I can't remember Demi Moore. If Demi Moore was already divorced or if she did leave, but regardless, it's, if, a, it's if, a hell if, of a reference. If that was the true meaning of his joke, that is amazing. But if you sat, 
if you sat Chris Rock down right now, if you sat him down, you know, a couple of days have passed, a whole week damn near passed, and now, you know, you got time to clear your head and think about it. I'm fucking guarantee that if you ask them, hey, can you give us the behind the joke, you know, just, just talking about the joke itself, I swear to you, it would be as simple as seeing her with a short haircut and thinking about G.I. Jane, and that's all. That's, I, that's I'm, it. I'm pretty sure it wasn't even as elaborate that everybody wants it to believe or with the Demi Moore and the behind-the-scenes shit. I don't think Chris Rock even went that far. I think as a comedian, I think how, how he probably was thinking, she got a short haircut. That shit look like G.I. Jane, period. The end. And she had a green, a green army dress, huh? Yeah, that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Yeah, I can, I, I can agree with I, that. I, so, again... I am uh, disappointed in Will. Uh, do I think he should lose his Oscar? Fuck no, because at the end of the day, the guy is an amazing actor. I don't give a fuck. He should have been at an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Samuel Jackson been at an Oscar. You know? So do I think they should take it away from him? No. If they decide to be like, you know what? We can't fuck with you no more because you're just a loose cannon and you can't come back to the Oscars? Oh, well. Like, that doesn't really mean anything. You can't sit there motherfucker watching on TV like the rest of us. But at the end of the day, I think it was a fucking bitch move. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You can't convince me that the shit was about, oh, defending a a woman's honor because no woman should put you in that kind of, in that situation. No woman should put you in that situation where you're in a fucking comedy club and she looks at you and you feel like, and I'm not blaming this on Jada. I'm blaming this on Will, obviously, but no woman should put you in a situation where you feel He's making fun of my woman. This guy is a comedian, and and I'm gonna fuck him up as soon as I can, as as fast as I can. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy talk. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, hopefully, he they reconcile because this is two millionaires. At the end of the day, if you really slice it, at the end of the day, I know me and you are talking about it. I know everybody has an opinion about it. But Chris Rocky missing no meals. <laughs> Will and Jaden ain't missing no fucking meals. You know, that's always my shit at the end of the day. Nigga, these motherfuckers ain't missing not a single meal. Matter of fact, Chris Rock is making way more money now that this shit happened. You know, mm-hmm. because sales are going to skyrocketing and all that stuff like that. And as he should, I guess at the end of the day, the consolation prize is more money, right? And if you're not going to sue your friend, which he could, just like Jim Carrey said, he would easily be able to get something like a hundred million for the shit because he could just be like, "Yo, look, the shit is everywhere. Everybody's talking about it. I'm humiliated." But he's not that kind. He doesn't seem like that kind of person. He didn't press any charges against Will. I know if it was if it was me, and people was like, "If it was me, I would have fucked him up as soon as he hit me." Shit, that motherfucker would have hit me, and I would have did just like Chris Rock. But it would have been some back talking, and I would have been doing all kinds of talking about August Alcina and all that other shit like that. But mm-hmm. I would never have touched another fucking. I would not have touched it. He would slap me. I would have been all over these fucking shit, y'all. We would have been talking. Everybody would have been talking about it. But I'd have fucking sued the shit out of this motherfucker. I would have got. It would have been half his estate, motherfucking <laughs> hitch, been mine. All kinds of shit, motherfuckers would have been watching hitch, and all of a sudden I was in it some kind of way, edited version. All kinds of shit. You are you kidding me? I would have sued them for everything they fucking got. Other people were like, I don't fuck Will up. Word. And you would have went right back to your fucking house to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Not me. I know fucking better to be like, okay, well, this is time to sue. 
that would have been the greatest thing to ever happen in my entire life outside <laughs> of my door. So, now nah, the the, the funny shit is my uh, my, my homeboy. He said. <laughs> Which would have been which would have been great for uh it would have been a great scene, but it's still been horrible for like the Oscars for black people. But my homeboy said that when um when Will won when he won, they said Chris Rock should have went out there, grabbed the Oscar, and looked at him, was like, "Come get it, then, nigga. He <laughs> wanted to come get it. He should have threw that shit on the ground and then fucked it and walked away <laughs> and walked off. That that would have been it would have been a great TV, but if he went out there and grabbed it, they're like Will Smith. He went and grabbed it, like, "Come on, get it, Will." Come get it. You want yours? We you want your boy. Come get it. Come take it from me. That would have been great. It would be great for TV, horrible for black people. It just was a fucking terrible night for black people. If you look at it, uh, just like you were saying, Will Packer produced the show. Just a fucking horrendous night. And I know people that want to justify if you're a team, well, motherfuckers is on there. Fucking I'm team Will or I'm team Rock. At the end of the day, them motherfuckers, like I said, them, them two motherfuckers, all three of them, not missing the meal. All of them are chilling. Chris Rock, y'all, everybody's trying to make fun of him, make all these memes and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that doesn't affect him. Uh, and if it does, that's fucking sad because at the end of the day, he was doing the job. And for Will Smith, I, I personally, I believe that he should seek therapy. He is a, a broken, I don't give a fuck. I don't have to know this guy to, to see somebody that's broken. Yeah, he's definitely broken. He's hurt. He's, like, he's hurt on a whole nother level. So he does need to seek some assistance. Seek some therapy, probably some one-on-one therapy. He don't need no couples therapy. He don't need no red table talk therapy. He need to go sit down and talk to somebody by himself and just work through everything that's gone on in whatever this last two, three, whatever, how many years has been that all of this stuff has been surfacing and coming out. Just go ahead and sit down and talk to somebody about all of it. Cause outside of that, you just going to keep, you're going to keep having these moments because and these moments are only going to get worse because somebody else is going to say something like, I hope I really don't believe he believes in his head. Oh, psh, did that. It's over. Like everybody knows what's up now. Nah, so it's going to happen again. Somebody else is going to say something. It's just a fucking, it, it's absolutely, it's a sad moment in a lot of ways. I mean, I, I, me, you or nothing like that. And we're talking about it. It's a, a sad moment, but we don't, you know, we obviously none of us are losing any sleep over it. They're not losing any sleep over it. It's just something for the world to talk about for an entire week. Next week, some other dumb shit is going to happen, and then we'll be off of this. Um, it's um, And I just think, feel like at the end of the day, it was un, it was unfortunate because we've seen, like I said, two, no matter how you slice it, these are two black elites. You understand? Know and in this, mm-hmm. in the, you got to look at it like this. There is, we're a small, I know you, if you are a black person and you live around another lot of black people, I know it seems like it's mad black people. There is not. There are not a lot of black people, yo, when you live in the United States. I know it seems like that because you probably live in the area and you're like, my whole neighborhood black. Yeah, well, your neighborhood is black, but the world is not like that. So, especially in the United States, it's not like that. Well, if I'm not mistaken, matter of fact, I don't want to give no wrong numbers, but I'm probably going to give a wrong number real quick before I look it up, but I think we only make up about like between nine and 11%. And I could be wrong. Let me, let me look it up before I fuck it. I fuck it up. Um, uh, percentage. Percentage of black people. What percentage of the population of black people? Yeah. Because, um, because at the end of the day, we are not a large percent, you know, 12%. 
<laughs> I know it wasn't that far off. Somebody was fucking because it went from 11 to 12. So 12%, yo. 12, right? You know how much that is? Somebody said, you know how, you know how little that is? If, if you ask your yeah, friend, I'm going to make it easy for the people that don't know math. If you ask your friend how much money they had and they said they had $100 and you said, yo, let me get some of that. And they fucking gave you a 10 and two and, and one and a $1 bill and then another $1 bill, you'd be mad as fuck. Motherfucker, you have $100, you gave me $12, what the fuck? So <laughs> at the end of the day, there's not a lot of black people in the United States. And when we have our elite or when when you hear uh, just in general, just black people just doing crazy shit, it's just, it's just disappointing. It's disappointing. And then we've seen it, the whole world gets to make fun of us. The whole world gets to make fun of two black, not us, not me, not me or not you or not even the people that's listening to this, but just two black men because one of them was in their feelings and because of some fucking regular bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's what makes it, makes me even more mad because it was unnecessary. It was, it was just so stupid. It wasn't something where he was like, fuck you, you bald headed bitch. Fuck out of here with your nasty ass green dress. He ain't none of that shit. Said, yo, G.I. Jane, period. And and then all of a sudden, everything went to hell. So we got a whole week of everybody making fun of Will Smith and Chris Rock. And it just, it's disappointing and upsetting. And uh, I said my piece. It's just, it's just, it's just whack to me. Yeah. It's overall just, um, overall some bull. Let's continue to be some bull. And we all got to uh, hear about it probably for another good week, week and a half before it completely dies down. But, um, yeah. I think we've covered enough, so we've been talking about this joint for for a good minute. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna move on, and we're gonna piss off another group of people because we got to talk about this uh, trans transgender swimmer, Leah Thomas. Oh yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, so Leah Thomas, um, a natural born male, yeah, now a transgender woman mm-hmm. competing in. Um, collegiate women swimming and what's crazy is as a male they were number 462 in the rankings they transitioned to a female and became number one in the world yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. I'm gonna get to the top. Okay. So it, it's wild, be- and then the, the key it's it's stated and it's said that oh, it's not an unfair advantage. It's not, it's just the way it is and she should be allowed to participate and all these other narratives and things are being said and I have nothing against you. You want to um transition into a woman or you want to transition into a man, you want to do whatever you want to do, that's fine with me. But as it pertains to the athletic side of it, I really don't think it's fair. I think it it, it poses an unfair advantage and people say no it doesn't they're just another person they're just another just another athlete athletes are athletes so that i pose this question people who say that i say this what would you do or how would you feel if tomorrow lebron james woke up and said you know what i'm going to start taking hormone medicine and i'm going to transition into a woman and i'm going to go play in the wnba you're going to tell me that that wouldn't be <laughs> absolutely unfair to the to the women of the WNBA, you gonna really sit there and be like, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with that." He's just, he's just gonna be another player in in the league. There's, there's no way you can honestly say that. There's no yeah, way you can is. say that. This dude is 
man, listen, that dude is a monster. And if he was in the WNBA, he probably averaged like 70 points. <laughs> uh, I, my, my thought on it is this. I heard about the story. I actually read up on it a little bit. Uh, so uh, male is all uh, he uh, identifies as a woman. Yes. Transitioned, and as they say. Transition. Excuse me. I, I apologize. He transitioned and now he's a woman. And he was like, you know what? I said, I'm a woman. So y'all got to let me race. So they let him race and he's whooping everybody's ass. That That's what's going on, right? Yep. So my thing is this. The people that are not affected are saying that this is fine, right? That's how I feel. And, and this is how I feel. I'm sorry if you're going to get offended, but this is how I feel. If you have a daughter that was racing in these races, that's been working her entire life trying to fucking get to where get she's Get to the at, Olympics, because that's what all this is about. Right? She's getting to the one to be at the Olympics. She's been fucking racing since she's been fucking three. Right? And then all of a sudden, she becomes, she's like 10th in the world. Right, so then all of a sudden she's great. She's doing her thing. She has been fucking working for this moment. Right, I'm not saying that he hasn't been working for this moment, but he's been working at this moment as a as a as a male. We are. I don't care what people think or how people feel or if they say it's right or if it's wrong. What I say is, males are genetically genetically. We're different from females. It's just that's just what it is. Don't hit me with the well, he should be able to I, I understand that. But genetically it's a totally different. It's totally different. That's just what it is. A female, there's some there's there's some female that's been working her entire life now. She's you know, she's getting burnt out by some I'm sorry, but it's a it's a male that transitioned to a female, right? So she's mm-hmm. pretty much getting burnt out or getting washed by this male that turned into a female, that, that transits to a female. How are you as a person, as a parent, look at this and be like, yo, that shit is fair. She's been working her entire life. Now she's getting pushed to the side because of some male that's transitioned to a female. Mm-hmm. Since nobody, since people are not being affected by it, it's just like, yo, let it be. Let the, the guy that transitioned into a female, let, let them be. You know what I'm saying? But if you was being affected by it, if that was your daughter and she was losing to this this person, you'd be fucking furious. Furious. What you, you'd be hot. <laughs> I don't care how you feel about uh, about tra- uh, transgender and all that stuff. I don't give a fuck how you feel. You could be pro-transgender to the death. But if this was happening to your daughter where she's losing to this person, you would think it was unfair. That's how you would believe. Mm-hmm. You, you would know it's unfair. Yo, you would so, you would feel a certain way. You'd feel so type of disgruntled and everything, so Yeah. Or if you was the female that was racing against this person and now you're getting washed, you would feel a certain type of way. You don't have to be like, I don't like I don't I don't not I disagree with transgenders and all stuff like that. You can be for the shit, but you can be against this this right here. You can be for transgenders and how they want to live how uh living life and, and doing whatever people want to do in life, getting mad, all that stuff. You can be for all that stuff, be a, but be against the sporting part about it. You can't yeah. be it's possible to do that without being homophobic or anything like that because people just love to just jump to that shit as soon as you say, yo, I don't agree with that. Homophobic with right that. away. <laughs> yeah. I don't agree with this right here, this this one thing, I don't agree with. 
oh, well, you don't fuck with transgenders. You don't use the fucking homophobic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I just said I don't fuck with this. I, I'm for everything else. So yeah. I, I don't fuck with this. This right here, with as far as the sporting shit, I don't fuck with this. Because if you're saying this is okay, I, I cannot wait until the day where there's a transgender person says, fuck it, I want to join the NBA or uh, the WNBA or I want to join um, any other women's sporting events and starts washing, washing other women. Son. Washing. And it's not because uh, it's not because anything other than genetics. This person, if they're trash with the males, they're trash, period. But if he transitions and he says, yo, I'm not a fucking man anymore, I am a female. Well, fine, that's cool. So, you know, get your female on, do whatever you got to do. But when it comes to sporting events, you're taking it. I, I, me, myself, I just believe it's just a little bit. It's a little too far, I, son. It's too far. It's too far. It's just too much. Cause I, I, and, and everything everything you're explaining is is like perfectly right. Cause it just goes it goes too far. And it and if you are that parent, like we both we both have daughters. So let's say let's say our daughters were doing swimming and for the last for the last five, six, seven, eight years, however long We've been taking them to all the swim meets. We've been taking them to all the practices. We've been paying for this. And if, if they're at that level, you've been doing these road trips. So now you're taking off from work. You're packing up. You're driving to Kansas, Kentucky, Nebraska. Wherever the meet is, you're flying and driving here to support your daughter. You're doing all of this. You're going, 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 going. And now your daughter, your daughter's number two. Or your daughter's, your daughter's number one. You worked yep. hard. She's worked hard. Your daughter is number one in the world for swimming. You're like, hell yeah. We done did all of this. We done all this hard work done paid off. All this practicing paid off. These late nights. All that isn't paid off. We here now. We got it. We about to go to the Olympics. We about to do this. We about to do that. We good money. This person comes along and starts demolishing you. And you're like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like... Like, like, yo, now we at a loss. And if you're in college, if you're competing to go to the Olympics, remember, Olympics only once every four years. It's once every four years. So you really be doing all of this for a once every four year opportunity. Mm-hmm. So now you have to work hard at beating this person who, in most cases, not all, not every, not single, this in most cases, the way males are built, they're built genetically different. Genetically, we're just different. Now, are there some some great women athletes that can beat the breaks off some dudes? Definitely, without a doubt. There's some there's some women who would wash most NBA players, wash most swimmers because they're just that good at their craft. Mm-hmm. But when you have somebody that transitioned and they're they have an already established kind of like genetic. Advantage over you Now what do you do Now where do you go from that Like how do you do Like you said I can like You know what I agree with everything else I just don't think They should be able to play sports But as soon as you say that They're going to be like Oh nope If you don't agree with them Playing sports You don't like them at all And that's not the case But that's just the That's the society we live in That's what anything You could give a You can give a 40 minute Explanation about About the moon And it's beauty And if out of those 40 minutes If for two minutes, you said something I didn't agree with. Somebody be like, "Oh man, you just hating. You ain't like none of his speech." I'm like, "Wait a minute, I just didn't like the three sentences." I thought he put on a brilliant presentation. I'm like, "Nope, you disagree with that. You disagree with everything." And that's just the society we live in. 
Because like you can see somebody, you're like, yo, that's a that's a that's a dope ass outfit they got on. I wouldn't wear those sneakers. I would have wore something different. Oh, you hate on his clothes? I just said I didn't like the sneakers. That's all I said. But it's just the it's the world of society we live in, man. Like you have to either agree agree one hundred percent or you're considered a hater and all this other stuff. And like my biggest thing is, man, I just keep saying, just imagine if LeBron James tomorrow woke up and said, I'm taking the rest of this year off and begin my transition. And next year I'm joining the WNBA. <laughs> there's there's not a female athlete that wouldn't be like, wait a minute, like what? Like what are we supposed to do against this dude? Like how are we supposed to stop this dude? Dude, this dude LeBron James is six nine two fifty. I, I pretty much I've watched. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm gonna say I'm a thousand percent WNBA fan, but I pretty much watch some WNBA games, and I don't think I've seen a female yet that can. That would be able to stop LeBron James or can compare to him in like size and strength and and all of that. So I just don't understand, man. Like there has to be to me, there has to be some line. I'm not transphobic. I'm not homophobic. I just think when it comes to a situation like this, there has to be some line drawn. There has to be some like, you know what? We can't allow that. Based on what's going on, based on the advantages you have genetically, we just can't allow that. And I know you can't really say that because, like I said, there are some male athletes who are just trash. There are some male athletes who are just not as good as women athletes. But when you look at this statistic, you look at you compare these numbers. When he was a male, I'm sorry, when they were a male, they were number two. I said 242. That was their ranking. So do you have to see some type of advantage? Oh, 462. If they were ranked 462, they transitioned to a male, I mean to a female, and now they're number one. The committee who makes those decisions had to say, oh, they're this good, that they're better than every other female. It just, it just don't, it don't pan out to me, son. It just ain't right. It don't at all. It's uh. Or if Hussein, Hussein Bolt was just like, you know what? I'm running against the females. Fuck all that. I'm transitioning and I'm running against the females. And people would be like, this motherfucker would be at the finish line while the other, uh, unfortunately, the other females would be at the middle of the fucking track trying to catch up to him. And it wouldn't be fair. It would not be fair. And it's, I don't know the reason this is. But that's why um, they have different world records. Like in in track, there's a world record for men and a world record for women. It's not no just flat world record. If if it was all fair and all even, there would be just one flat out world record, and that would be that. Like the world record for the hundred meter would be this, and then everybody who gets there or breaks or whatever, that's where their names would be. But no, it's a clear separation for a reason. Okay. I don't know, son. It's trying to wild. It's a it's a situation where I think it just needs to be looked at again. We all need to just again. This has nothing to do with. Uh, this has everything to do with genetically men and the women as far as this this swimming stuff is are totally different. And I don't have to I don't have to watch the damn race or anything like that. I just saw that I just I, I just know that he is killing them. Kill it. Excuse me. She is killing them as far as the other af- other female athletes. I, I apologize. I-, I said he, but she, because she, it's, it's a female, she is killing the other female athletes. And 
it's not by accident. It's not all of a sudden that he's he's just great. It's not the, if he was four hundred and something in the men, and then all of a sudden one with the women, uh, she is one with the women. Then there, you have to see the uh, you have to see that there's something there's something really off. It's just and it's just the genetics. That's all it is. That's all it is, yeah. son. And I'm telling you, it's just and I don't care what people perceive or how people want to be. Um, Accepting and people just say, "Well, it's just something that we just have to do." You just, but you have to look at it again, just like with the um, like you said, it's about it's not happening to you, or you're not absolutely involved in it. So therefore, you have a different feeling or a different affinity to it. Like you take that, yeah. it's a kid in high school, um, in Texas someplace. Let me look at that right quick. But it's a kid in high school someplace, and he he's like some. Like monster size, he's ridiculous to be seventeen year old in high school. He's like the size with here it goes. He's seventeen years old. He's six two, two hundred and forty five pounds. Now he plays football. Let's say he um he said no, I'm going to transition. I'm gonna go play field hockey with the women, with the girls in high school. Could you imagine if you took your daughter to her field hockey game? <laughs> and somebody six two two forty five came running out the locker room talking about oh yeah I've transitioned last season so I'm playing field hockey now man I think my daughter I'm like, man pack your stuff up like what we not playing no, you ain't play you're not gonna play against that person <laughs> you know, that person's not about to hit you I don't it know is, man it should not it should not have to be where if you're not affected by it it should not you know, all of a sudden you know you don't see a certain like. We're obviously, where people are not affected by it, so people are like, "I see it's okay, it's all right." She's, you know, she's just beating the other females, period, right? But it's not. It's it logically, it's not okay. It's 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 just not okay. When it comes to everything else, it is okay. It is fine. You should be doing. I think I think uh, transgender women or, or just you know they should you know they should be doing whatever. It comes with all the freedoms of, of marriage and everything. I think all of that is fine because there is no competition. There is nothing as far as competition is concerned. When it comes to competition and it's physical competition, then I think that's where it should draw the line because there are there are just genetic uh, uh, differences between male and female. There is no trying to, oh, I don't believe in that. Well, there's a whole science about this whole shit. It says that there is a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's any there's no way you can dispute that. There's no way you can dispute that. It, it is unfortunate for females that have been working their entire life, and then all of a sudden, uh, if a male transitions to a, uh, a female, and then all of a sudden, now all your hard work is really pretty much going out the window. Isn't it? It's not like you haven't been working hard. What I don't like is people don't think that these women have been working their entire life hard, just grinding to get where they are, you know, to try to beat the other females. So now that a male had transitioned to a female and now they're getting washed by this person, this is not by coincidence. Mm-mm. It's not, not all of a sudden he turned in from 400. Now all of a sudden he's the greatest woman to be... She is the greatest woman in the entire world. It doesn't, it just doesn't work like that. It's genetic. That's all it is. That's it to it, man. That's all it is to it. And come on, man. We got to some, something has to be adjusted. Uh, I don't know what it is because anything that you say 
to adjust that's going to be looked at as as like not racist but transphobic and all this other stuff. So I don't even know what can be done, but I just know in a situation like that, something needs to be adjusted. Something needs to happen. What it is, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have time, energy, or I'm not getting paid to sit down and dissect it and figure it out. So I ain't even worried about it, son. Yeah. So um, did you hear about the? Uh, you probably you've had to hear about the 14 year old who fell off the amusement park ride and died. Yes, I Florida. did hear. I did not. I was the hell if I was going to watch it. I did not watch the video. I'll tell you that. Oh, I, damn, did I know they it. had video, son. I did see. I mean, I did. I did hear about it, but but I did not watch the video. I was like, "Fuck all that." Yeah. So, did you see the story? It's this lady who's come out, who came out and was like, "Oh yeah." Well, when she went to the media, she said that it was her cousin, and they had been talking on the phone. And he had he had been having a bad day at the park because nobody would let him get on any rides because they said he was too big for all the rides and and all this other stuff. But when initially she put out on like some social media that it was her boyfriend and she didn't know his real age. And when she found out his real age, she, she ended a relationship, but initially it was his boyfriend. So it's some crazy name, Shay Johnson, which at first everybody thought it was the Shay Johnson from like flavor love and all of that. But it's just some chick named Shay Johnson. That's the, I guess, alias she was given. Her real name is La, La Waka Shana, La Shana Waka or something. She got some crazy real name, but the wild shit is she started a whole, like GoFundMe page collecting money and was and when the cameras was all I guess at the music park or whatever she jumped up in front of the cameras and was crying and was saying that oh that was my cousin and I'm so sad that he's gone and I'm speaking for the family and all type of wild shit son and come to find out she does this on a regular she's had at least like three other incidents where she's done the same shit son great where she jumps in front of the camera and be like I know that person yes and starts go GoFundMe pages and everything her name is. Well, I- Wishina, how the hell? Why is your name like that? Her name, her name is L E W I S H E N A. Wishina, holy cow! Maybe that's why she's doing this shit. She's trying to raise enough money to change her name forever. First of all, first of all, you gotta stay away from. You gotta stay away from somebody like that because if she's if she's around and people are dying and then she's running around talking about I knew that person, she's the bad luck. That bitch is bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> this show up out of nowhere. If you dying, this bitch show up out of nowhere. It was because her aura was in the air. Oh, but when I found I read the story, so I was like, wait a minute. I was like, she. I was like, this is what she does. Like, this is literally she. So she just goes from like state to state, waiting for something to happen to somebody, and be like, oh yeah, bet I'm there. Maybe she just. As soon as she hears about it, she flies to that state or whatever. But they, yeah, they oh, said she. This is like she's done this like at least. This is from what they know. I guess they did some research. This is at least the third time she's done this, son. And I'm just really looking. I know we always talk about karma on the show, and it's just like, yo, you, you're going to receive something horrible at some point. If this is what you're doing, at some point you're going to receive something so damaging to you or your family because you're playing with people. Going in front of the camera saying that you're related to this person and saying you're speaking for the family and you building gun GoFundMe pages and everything, yo, you have a horrible destiny coming to you, son. Well, people people don't believe in people. Some people don't believe in that shit. People only live in the moment. You know what I'm saying? So people live in the moment. So they don't believe in some bad shit's gonna happen to me or 
obviously with something terrible. They don't believe in that shit. They just believe, hey, I, I'm selfish and I need something now and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get it. And there is no such thing as karma. They feel like their karma is the bad life that they're living. See, that's the difference with people. You know what I mean? That's like, a good point. Some people, some people, they already feel like karma is what they're already going through. So when people say, well, karma's going to get you, to them, that's a joke to them. They're already living in karma. So to do this dirt or to do something negative or to hurt another individual is just all that is, is evening the playing field. Mm. I'm trying to make myself, because since I'm already living this bad life, I'm trying to make somebody else feel horrible or I'm trying to benefit from that this horrible feeling. That's all it is. But some people don't believe in karma. <laughs> they are foolish. <laughs> if you do horrible stuff, horrible stuff is bound to come back to you at some point. Oh yeah, it will. When it come back to you, boy, oh boy. <laughs> Especially oh, if you're yeah. doing something like this right here, because this right here is just horrible, man. But you you can't tell somebody like that that you know you can't be like, hey, some bad shit gonna happen. She gonna be like, motherfucker, I'm poor, I'm fucking going through it. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. So you know that's what that's the that's the logic behind it. That's why people do crazy shit. They just do it because. They ha- they feel like there is no other way. I need to figure out a way to get out of the situation I'm in, and whoever gets hurt or whoever gets whoever gets uh, in trouble or whoever gets hurt by this, oh well, because I don't give a fuck. That's how people feel. It's just and it's a sad way to feel, and it's a sad way to go through life. But they don't even believe in that karma shit. Mm-hmm. Normal regular people, if you do bad bad shit, gonna happen to you. When bad people are doing some shit, they don't believe it's because of karma. They just believe like, motherfucker, I need to get, I need, and you got, and I'm going to get. Yep. Exactly what it is. You getting this money, or I can get some money off of this, I'm going to get this money. Yeah. I'm going to get this money, and I'm going to get it all by any means necessary. Means necessary. At the end of the root, everybody knows what the root of all evil is. So if you know what the root of all evil is, and you already know that people are going to do bad shit. Yeah, people's wild for them. It's a crazy world, guy. We're living in some some wild and crazy times, living in some different type of situations. But yeah, they bring that up because that joint is absolutely insane that you bad somebody would actually do that. Yeah, I feel bad for the kid because he, he lost his life. And then his parents is trying to deal with everything that's going on. And this chick is popping up on TV. Like you sitting at home crying, you got the news on, and you like you see this lady talk about yes, and I'm his cousin. They're like, wait, who? <laughs> that's when you gotta look at. That's when you gotta look at your uh, your husband or your wife and be like, hey, that's your people's. <laughs> like, no, nah, I don't know that bitch. <laughs> like, well, who the hell is she? How's she related to us? If you, if you mess around coming from a family like mine, we definitely gotta sit down. We gotta call a couple people. Like, hey, uh, is she for real? Oh no, all right, cool. <laughs> I feel this. Shit. Oh shit! About to get up out of here, son. But um, you, yeah, said before we before we went live, you said you want to uh talk about that Mace joint. I still ain't listened to that Mace track. What the hell is Mace talking about, man? Well, why is he mad at Diddy this time? Well, it was the whole thing was coming back. Uh, as far as Mace was talking about, you know, he was upset about he didn't get all his royalties and and money that he was owed, and he was just upset with Diddy because of how he treated people and things like that. 
uh, over throughout the years. Nothing new. This is not. Oh, okay. This wasn't uh, breaking news or anything like that. The only thing that I wanted to speak about about this part is, is it me? Or, you know, I, I know we're not rappers or anything like that. So when somebody's getting jerked by a, a rapper or when you're, when you're a rapper and you feel like you've been in a terrible deal or if it doesn't matter, whatever deal that you're in and you feel like it's terrible and then all of a sudden you feel like you need to out the person, that's fine. You want to out the person, embarrass them or whatever like that, that's cool. I understand it. I kind of understand it because that's happened all the time. I remember when the locks went on a whole campaign to try to get out of their deal with, with Diddy and stuff like that. That's fine. You know, all, of that, all that stuff is fine. If you're upset, you have the right to air your grievances. The problem that I have is if I, you know, and the, the majority of people are not rappers, you know, so we work, right? We all, the majority of people that's even probably listening to this have jobs, right? And I ask to the people that have jobs, right? If you had a job and you did two weeks and then all of a sudden after the two weeks, they never gave you your two week check after you quit. You was like, I'm done. I'm not giving you, they said, I'm not giving you your two week check. I'm trying to figure out how many people that have regular jobs would wait 22 years to be like, you know what? I'm fucking upset. Where the fuck back in, back in motherfucking 1990, whatever. I fucking was working for you for those two weeks and you never gave me my money. Who the fuck does that shit? That's how I feel about this whole make shit. Motherfucker, mm. if I had problems problems with this guy, did he? 20 motherfucking years done passed by. <laughs> did it not? A whole fucking COVID virus done went. All kinds of shit. People have come and gone. People have died. All kinds of stuff has happened. Years of a T-Pan was hot at one point. Now he's not. All of this shit has happened. And you decide to be like, I, you know, I got nothing else to do. I'm going to complain about some fucking money that is owed to me. I just didn't get it. I don't get it. I, you know, if you want to fucking do it, that's fine. I understand this is the day and age that instead of just going to the people, you got to fucking put it on Instagram and get a whole bunch of people to fucking be on your side for nothing to happen, I understand we're in that age. I get it. I get a lot of people go on social media and fucking air out their grievances for nothing to happen because never, nothing ever gets resolved when you just air your shit out on, on this. You have never seen a female talk about this motherfucker cheated on me, you fucking jerk, and blah, 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 and all that stuff like that. And she talks about how sad she is and how broken she is and all that stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, and people are on her side and all that stuff. Like that. He's a fucking asshole, girl. You should never mess with him again. And then, but nothing gets resolved. The guy doesn't be like, you know what? I shouldn't have cheated on you. Or maybe he is, but he already felt that way. It didn't get, he didn't fucking all of a sudden be like, you know what? I need to apologize because all her friends on her, all she got all those damn likes. Now I need to apologize. Nobody does it. If you air yourself on, on Instagram or on social media, who gives a shit? Nobody gives a shit. That's how I felt about no. Mason. I'm like, who gives a shit, man? Go yeah. fucking talk to him. y'all. Are fucking, he's definitely you're definitely in your forties, and he's probably in his fifties. So go fucking talk. Yeah, y'all motherfuckers. None of those motherfuckers got that much time on this earth. Go get your money or not get your money. Just shut the fuck up about it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I'm with you. At this point, come on now. It's been way too long for you to still be uh, upset about this money or still be complaining about this money. Like if you didn't get it to this point, you're never going to get it. And 
Yeah, go scroll to the person, but just go go holler at him like yo, and it's probably a ninety seven percent chance that Diddy's uh, taking none of his calls and none of his emails and none of his correspondence at all. But it's like you're doing stuff like this, you really think he's gonna try to deal with you? He know he don't want no parts of you. He done with you. But at this point, you're too far gone. The contract was probably too ironclad for you to sue him. And really, nobody wants to hear from you. <laughs> like you said, like I don't, I didn't care to the point to where I heard. This. And then when you when you told me about, it, I was like, yeah, I heard it. I was like, I'm gonna listen to it. I was like, man, I got, I have zero desire <laughs> to listen to whatever the hell it is. Maze wants to talk about at this point because <laughs> one, like you keep bouncing back and forth between being a preacher, being a rapper. Two, like you say, he's talking about money from when was when was all of that popping? Like ninety six, ninety seven. Maybe a little bit later than that. Let's say 2000. I don't think it was 2000. Let's say 2000. You're still talking about some money from, like you said, 20 years ago, a long time ago. That money's gone. Even if you could get it back, that money's, you're going to be getting some of Diddy's new money. You're not going to get none of that bad boy wrecking money, none of that uh, been around the world money. None of that was that Mace double up. You ain't going to get none of that money. That money's long spent. What's I'm saying? So what are we doing, son? Like, come on. Yeah, it's over, yo. It's over. It's fine. I understand you're upset, but it's over. It, it, it's fine. It's fine and it's over. Both of them. <laughs> All of them. All of the above, man. It's fine and it's over. I get it. I understand it, but it's over, man. <laughs> Just, Just move uh, on, man. Try again. <laughs> Try again another day, man. Like You, no. you lost this one. <laughs> I'll, I'll never understand it. I was just like, yo, when I was, when I was listening to it, I'm like, what, what is, what is this over? What happened? What's going on here? And when all of it went down, I'm like, oh my god, this better not be over. No fucking funds from God knows when. I ain't never had a job when I left that motherfucker. They owed me money, and I said, you know what? Fuck that money. I ain't never gonna go back for that shit. And then be like, fucking ten years later, nah, fuck all that. Y'all remember me? Y'all remember me? <laughs> I worked for y'all back in motherfucking 2012. I need my motherfucking money now. Or I'm going to fucking go on social media and talk about you guys to death. About a bunch of people that don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you fucking word it like that, then it sounds crazy, right? So but that's what happens. Insane, but that's exactly what happens. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow, I'm going to make a song about some shit that happened fucking 20 years ago. And I'm going to air it out on social media. For everybody who can't pay me to care. <laughs> to care right? about you not getting paid. <laughs> exactly. So when they care about me not getting paid, nothing will happen and the guy will still not pay me. And then all of a sudden, I just wasted a bunch of time. So no problem. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. If you're fucking worded like that, that's exactly what happens. Absolutely so, insane. I say all of that to say when you're online and you're fucking being like, I'm going to fucking air out my fucking crazy business online. I need you to understand, not a single person and your fuck, I don't give a fuck if it's your real friends, I don't care if it's your Facebook and your family's on there. None of them care, yo. They don't give a fuck. I'm here to tell you. People are just going to hit your like button, and I wish they had a fucking dislike button, because I would fucking hit that shit. Man, on I'm, wait, I'm waiting for that shit to come out. Son. That's a fact. But nobody cares, yo. I'm just telling y'all for everybody that wants to air out all this shit online. Nobody gives a shit. When you're just like, oh, I can't believe this happened to me. Oh, this job jerked me, and I just got fired, and all that other stuff. And nobody, nobody, no, not a single person cares, yo. Nobody you know? cares, on. It's uh, true, yo. Uh, it's God honest truth. 
So Folks. that's just somebody's writing some shit right now. They're like, I ain't going to delete this motherfucker. <laughs> they stop mid mid post. Yeah. That's probably the, that's probably right there. That's probably the moral of this episode, man. Nobody cares. Yeah. Don't nobody really it's nobody cares about how you feel about something that happened before. Nobody really that much cares about this Chris Rock and the Will Smith thing. It's just it's entertainment. It's something to talk about. It's distracting from from the war and all this other stuff that was going on in the media from the high gas prices. It's a little distracting, but at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody's laying in their bed with their eyes open, staring at the ceiling, saying, Man, I hope hope Will and Chris are able to to make up after this and be friends again. I, ho- I hope their lives work out right. <laughs> Nobody don't give a damn. People got you got your own stuff going on. You got bills. You got probably maybe you got babies on the way. You got maybe a kid going to college. You got real life stuff going on. So at the end of the day, when it comes to all the entertainment and all this other stuff, the moral of the story, like Nell said, is nobody cares. Right. Nobody gives a damn. Just as long as you out there making money and continue to live your life, taking care of your kids and shit like that, doing all that stuff, that's all that really matters in this life, yo. That's all that really matters. All this fucking entertainment shit and people motherfucking saying all this crazy stuff. And no, no, no. You continue to do what you're doing, making, uh, making money, keeping the roof over your head, being a good citizen. That's what matters in this world. This stuff between these, these, these things that happen online or, uh, uh, with these celebrities and things like that at the end of the day, it doesn't really fucking matter. It's not putting no food on your table. Just continue to be a good citizen, live life, enjoy yourself, listen to us, and just and just try to be, uh, just try to do whatever you got to do to make it to the next day. Mm, that's all it is to it, folks. We up out here, man. Another great show. We appreciate y'all, all the listening, all the rocking with us. Y'all continue to uh, subscribe and comment and do what y'all do on our pages, man. Know what it is? Uh, Instagram, D and D Project Podcast. Everywhere else is D and D Project Podcast. We out of here, son. Peace. Uh-huh.